Eh. What's up, Docs? <laughs> so I'm Tara. I'm Zamir. And welcome back to the Toon Talks podcast. I'm so sorry about the munching on a carrot. I'll like mute the audio for when it's all of that. Okay, good. You really? I have to because I have to commit to the bit. Okay, fa- fair. And it sucks because now I have to finish this entire carrot. We're talking about Looney Tunes. Oh yeah, we're talking about Looney Tunes this week, um, which is why Zamir committed to this bit. So if you're new here, this is the Toon Talks podcast where we watch cartoons. And we talk about cartoons. And that's basically it. No, that is literally it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's it. So Zamir, did you have any thoughts about Looney Tunes? Um. Okay, well I personally have a lot of thoughts about Looney Tunes. Um, so for those of you who don't know, which is most of you probably... Um, Looney Tunes just so happens to be quite literally my favorite cartoon to ever exist. Um, I am a firm believer that like these cartoons are timeless and they hold up. Well, for the most part. Yeah, really I was like, well. I agree. Pepe Le Pew really holds up. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, uh, honestly, some of the things that like the other characters do also don't hold up that well, but I think like as a whole, um looney tunes holds up very well and it's a shame because okay so over the summer i got to work with kids at a theater summer camp and one day uh this girl was wearing a like a looney tunes sweater um don't ask me why she was wearing a sweater it was the middle of july um but she was wearing a looney tunes sweater and i was like oh look it's the looney tunes and she was like yeah i don't know who they are i just really like the design and i was like you don't know who the Looney Tunes are? And she was like, no. And then I asked, like, the rest of the kids. I was like, do you guys know who the Looney Tunes are? And, like, two of them knew out of, like, 15. And I was like, you guys don't know who Bugs Bunny is? And they were like, no. Like, we have no idea who that is. And then I was like, okay, do you guys know who, like, Mickey Mouse is? And they're like, yeah, of course you know Mickey Mouse. And I was like, okay. Bugs Bunny is the Mickey Mouse of, like, Warner Brothers. And they were like, what is Warner Brothers? And I was like, okay, I'm giving up. So since I'm talking to the biggest Looney Tunes fan in the world, I have some fun facts. And I'm one... I, there were a lot of them when I was, like, when I was looking up fun facts. I just, I like, like, debunk all of them. I'm like, that's a lie. That's a lie. I was like, we're probably going to know them all. Um, so our fave, the Tasmanian Devil, was only in five shorts. In total? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Bugs Bunny is the ninth most portrayed film personality in the world. That makes sense. Marvin the Martian was not named in the original shorts. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. No, yeah, he was just, like, he was quite literally just known as the Martian. That's crazy. So those are all the fun facts I had. Had a lot more for uh, Kim Possible. The Kim Possible wiki was a lot more. Was what a lot is more the concise. movie we watched in American film? Oh, it happened one night. It happened one night, and what's the character's name? Wasn't it like Joe? Mm, I don't remember the character's name. I know the actor's name. It's on the tip of my tongue. So in um, a movie, so in the movie, um, it happened one night. I don't remember anything about that movie except this one fact. What? Okay. What? I liked that movie. No, oh, I'm just like, how did you not remember it? Also, it was Clark Gable. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> Wait, what's the character's name? The character's name is Peter. Peter. 
So there's a scene in the movie where Peter and Ellie and Ellie are standing on the side of the road, um, and they're trying to wave down a uh, a car to like take them to New York, and Peter does this thing where he chews on a carrot, and he's like talking ridiculously fast and like you know trying to explain how to catch a cab while like munching on this carrot, and that scene is what inspired like the entirety of Bugs Bunny's personality. That's so cool. I'm obsessed with that. Literally, I saw it like happening in the movie, and I literally looked at Tara and I was like, "That's that's what they did. That's what they based Bugs Bunny off of." That is true. He did say that. Yeah, that's very funny. Which episodes did we watch, Samir? So essentially. I watched, um, I watched Tweety Pie. I also watched Tweety Pie. I watched Rabbit Fire. I watched Chariots of Fur. I didn't watch that one. Oh, you didn't watch Chariots of Fur? Oh, that was, that was the Wiley Coyote Roadrunner episode that I watched. Oh, yeah. Um, I watched that one. What else did I watch? I watched Birds Anonymous, and I watched Nighty Night Bugs. Um, essentially... We watched some of the same ones, and then he was like, watch a Roadrunner, watch a blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I've got my bases covered for like, uh, I watched two. So fun fact about me, ever since I can remember, I have hated Tweety Bird. Really? I think he's so annoying. That makes a lot of sense. So I watched two Tweety Bird episodes. I watched a Pepe Le Pew episode. It was one of the only ones I could find on HBO Max, but... I really wanted to watch one so that my argument could be well-informed. I try to find for sentimental reasons um, because that's the one that, like... Is the worst? Yeah. I watched Really Scent. Mm. Um, I... Oh, fun fact about the episode Tweety Pie. In that episode, Sylvester's name was Thomas. I noticed that. Mm -hmm. Because I was like, huh, I don't remember this cat's name being Thomas, but all right. Yeah. And then the rest of them, they were like, Sylvester. I was like, yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. I also watched Ninety Night Bugs. Um, let me to flip the page real quick. Yeah, I basically told Tara to watch all the cartoons that won Academy Awards, plus Uh-oh. two of my favorite ones. That's fun. Yeah. Um, I also watched so, Birds really Anonymous think about that. for sentimental reasons. Oh. Pepe Le Pew's worst appearance won an Academy I was Award. Like, for a hot sec, I was like, "That's one of your favorites." No, not at all. I also watched Birds Anonymous, Bugs, Box. Office Bunny. Oh, I also watch Box Office Bunny. I love Box Office Bunny. I also watch Cara Blanca, which um, is my all-time favorite Looney Tunes cartoon ever. I forgot to find that one. No, that's valid. That's completely fine. I also watched Rabbit Fire. That was my last one. Oh, I love um, But yeah, I didn't write as many in-depth notes as I did for Kim Possible. I don't talk about inflation in this one. Because I knew that Samir would have a thousand and one thoughts to say, and that's your chance. Let them all out. Oh boy. Okay, so let's start with let's start with Tweety Pie. Okay. It was so formulaic, and I it, it's one of those cartoons where like you can tell where the setup is going with like each thing that he tries. Yeah. But it's still fun to watch. Uh, I thought it was really funny when um every time a plan was like thwarted he would like go and pretend to be asleep i like that a lot come with the broom and she'd be like thomas you brute you coward (laughs) um that was my favorite yeah him sleeping was hysterical (laughs) that was my favorite bit from that i still to this day find it weird that they named him thomas in that cartoon he also didn't speak yeah because i noticed that and i wrote like 
is like okay what's the deciding factor for which characters speak and then i was like trying to figure it out because like it was the first one that i saw and i didn't remember like because I, I do some characters not speak at all i think every single um character speaks oh okay so there is no deciding factor for which characters don't speak because they all speak but i I'm thought it, it felt very tom and jerry oh yeah yeah no absolutely um, which I thought was really funny, especially having the fact that his name was Thomas. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, cool. Good thing I'm just watching Tom and Jerry, but with a bird. Yeah, no, it was quite literally, I was like, oh, so this is just Tom and Jerry. Yeah. But it was fun. I liked it. That one, um, is one of those, like, episodes where I'm like, no, like, if I'm showing someone, like, a Sylvester Tweedy cartoon for the first time, like, this is one of the ones that I'm like, oh, yeah, no, this is like a... Oh, no, yeah, because it's, like, very, like classic it's like yeah. this is what happens and this is the basic like this is basically what will happen in all of them but mm-hmm. it will just be different but this is what it's like based off yeah. of we'll talk about for sentimental reasons last because i know you have a lot to say about that. oh i do i didn't see that one specifically but i saw really sent that makes that's sense. my next one so we'll talk about pepe Le Pew at the end oh boy birds anonymous that one was really funny i really okay i, I like that one a lot more than treaty Pie. That makes a lot of sense. I really like Birds Anonymous because it's one of those shorts where it's like, obviously they're like satiring like drug PSAs and everything, yeah. but they're not like ridiculously in your face about it. Like they still make it funny and they still make it like, oh, like this is just a bit. Yeah. While still being like legit like. Hey, and I think it drugs. was a good job. They did a good job of like satirizing the short itself. Oh, 100%. Because they were like, yeah, this is what happens every time. Now he's getting help because it's been too much. Yeah. And I think that's really funny. Ooh. And I like, I really like the fact that they use those characters for for this, where it's like, oh, it started out as just one bird and then it was two and then yeah. all this stuff. And I thought that was really, really funny. Um, and it's one of those shorts where I'm like, mm, if they picked two other characters for this, I don't think it would have been as good. Yeah, like even like Bugs and Daffy. Who, like, I know are your favorites. I don't think the... If it was, like, Bugs Bunny and he was, like, I started out with just one carrot, then it was, like, two. Like, it wouldn't have been good. It wouldn't have been funny. Yeah. But it's the fact that it's, like, these characters who, like, their entire bit is that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, honestly, even, like, the Roadrunner and Coyote. Like, that wouldn't have been funny. Yeah. If it was Does Roadrunner talk other than Meet Meet? No. Cool. That's what I thought. That's the one. That's what I thought. Um, I wrote, the animation is very clean. Oh, yeah. I noticed it specifically in Birds Anonymous, but, like, it's very clean. And this was, like, the 50s? Yeah, because at that point, the Looney Tunes were, like, peak popular. Oh, yeah. So they were like, oh, you have a budget of everything. Here you go. There you go. In the beginning of that episode, it was a lot of, like, shadow work and, like, Mm silhouette-based animation. Which I adored. It was so good. It looked so cool. Also, (laughs) at the end of that episode, not the end, like, I don't know, the climax of the third act of the episode, (laughs) there's music playing, Mm -hmm. and the melody to Blackbird is in it. Mm -hmm. Not Blackbird by the Beatles. No, no, no. Bye bye Blackbird. Yeah, the one that you guys did in dance class. It's so good. I'll be the swinging low and i was like i know this Mm -hmm. this has been rehearsed in my dorm (laughs) i thought that was really funny i'm obsessed with the fact that they used that song no it was really good and also this show was really good at picking like music to like do like 
instrumentals of for like scenes. I also, I think it's really good at um, reference based humor, which I really adore. But um, I wish that I understood more of the references. Yeah, I don't get a lot of the references too, but also like it's so funny to oh, me. Oh yeah, no, but seeing the black red one, I was like, yeah, I got it, I got that one, <laughs> which I really liked. Oh, after that, I watched Nighty Night Bugs. Okay, here's my thing with Nighty Night Bugs. I thought it was good, but I didn't think it was anything special. I don't think it should have won an Academy Award. I'm going to be completely yeah. honest with you. I think there are significantly better Bugs Bunny shorts that should have won Academy Awards. I don't think this was like his best. Um, oh, fun fact about Yosemite Sam, who was the villain in this. Um, I didn't remember what his name was. I wrote about him and I said, Elmer well, Fudd? Question mark? Well, that's Definitely because not. in like almost every Yosemite Sam cartoon... They change his name to whatever, like, thing he is. So he'll be like Yosemite Sam in one, but then he'll be like Buccaneer Sam. And then he's like... Yeah, so... I saw that, but I misread the fun fact and thought that it was um, a different name based on what country the show was played in. Oh, no, that's not it. But, yeah, I actually did know that one. But fun fact about Yosemite Sam, um, the reason that he was created was because audiences felt too bad for Elmer Fudd. Aww. Because in, like, every Elmer Fudd short, he, like, thinks he's killed bugs and he starts crying, like, bawling. And audiences felt too bad for him because, like, at that point, they were like, okay, bugs is just, like, bugs are taking it a little too far, buddy. But then, like, they, so then they added Yosemite Sam, who was just a bad guy and, like, didn't care. That's good. Yeah, Yosemite Sam was really fun. <laughs> I love the dragon. <laughs> I loved when he was stoking the dragon's fire, like it was yeah. like an actual fire, and he was like pouring coals into his mouth. That was hysterical. Yeah, it felt very like Flintstones when they do like going through the motions of things as if it's like modern day. Oh no, absolutely! But it's like a toucan is their yeah. alarm clock. I loved that. I really like the fact that in every cartoon he's in, whatever like animal sidekick Yosemite Sam has, he treats them the exact same. Like, it's, like, I think word for word, like, the lines for every single one. Um, and I think that is one of, like, his best jokes. Yeah. I wrote, Elmer Fudd, question mark? Definitely not. Reminds me of Yukon Cornelius. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, love Yukon in... Cornelius, but that's for another episode. That makes sense. Uh, in the beginning of that episode, when they were showing, like, the, the people that the, the king was talking to, I think my favorite one was Sirloin of Beef. And he was like, the, but the Black Knight is invincible. <laughs> <laughs> it's very on brand for you to love that. That was so funny. <laughs> what do I have to say about that one? Yeah, I really, like, I genuinely think Bugs Bunny has been in significantly better cartoons that should have won Academy Awards. Yeah, because you said to watch it, and I was like, is this one, like, one of Zamir's favorites? No, it's just it's... one that won an Academy Award. Yeah. Um, speaking of Academy Awards, this next cartoon that I watched should have won an Academy Award. That is Rabbit Fire. I liked um, Rabbit Fire a lot. So, fun fact, Rabbit Fire is the cartoon that gave birth to my favorite Looney Tunes joke to ever exist, the duck season, rabbit season bit. I'm sitting next to a canvas of that bit that happened to fall off my wall, and I'm really upset about it. true. When he says sitting next to it, they're both sitting on his bed. They are both sitting Zamir on his bed. Zamir and the canvas. Yes, we are. <laughs> um, but that bit is my absolute favorite thing that the Looney Tunes have ever done. Um, I don't think it would have really swayed my opinion on them as a whole if that bit didn't exist, but I do think it does play a very large role in why I love this show. And it being that that bit is so simple, but it's hysterical. Like, there is not much to that bit 
at all. They quite literally just argue back and forth who the slapstick should happen to. And I don't know why I laugh as hard as I do every time I watch it. Um, no, it's very formulaic, but it's very well executed, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like, the joke is them saying duck season, wabbit season, duck season, wabbit se- season, wabbit season, duck season. It doesn't get much more than that, but they take it to so many, like, different areas, which mm-hmm. is so funny. Like, when he dresses up as Bugs Bunny, and he's like, nah, 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 nah. hey, it's you, oh, hey, it's me. And then he's like, oh, yeah, actually, like, when they dressed up as each other, I was like, oh, this is so funny. Like, it's such a simple joke, and they run with it so far. Like, they don't hold back, mm-hmm. they don't. Like, they fully commit to it, and I think that's what makes it so good. Yeah, I think one of my favorite things about the um, the bit itself is if you look, like, very closely, right before Bugs says Wabbit season, he looks at the camera and, like, raises his eyebrows as if, as if he's like, I got this. <laughs> and it's so funny. It was so good. Because, like, ep- like, it's, ah, uh, wow, I really love that bit a lot. Yeah, my only notes for that episode were peak comedy and... Very much a comfort show I love. Like, it just feels like I'm like, yes, I know what's going to happen. I know that I'm not going to be feeling any, like, I'm not going to be crying watching Looney Tunes. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to feel very content. Oh, yeah. And I love that. Also, (laughs) one of the bits in that episode is that they're both looking at cookbooks and, like, listing off, like, meals of like the other like bugs will like pulls out like a book and it's like a thousand and one like duck meals but then daffy reaches into bugs's hole <laughs> and pulls out a book that says a hundred like a thousand and one like rabbit meals and i'm like why You're is bugs so own right. this yeah that's so <laughs> weird to me but it's so funny because it's so like out of nowhere and they don't address it yeah and i think that's what makes it hysterical because like we just have to roll with the fact that bugs just has a book of meals that he is and i think that's so funny hysterical the ending of that episode is absolutely hysterical i won't spoil it here please go watch it it is so the ending is so funny and it's so like it's one of those just like how 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 did they come up with that i think okay so this is your opportunity to pause the episode go on hbo max youtube wherever you watch your shows Please and watch and Rabbit, watch Fire. Rabbit, Se- Rabbit Fire. I'm begging you. And then come back. And now we're going to be talking about the ending because I also want to talk about it. But you should watch it. Yes. So now go leave. Watch the episode. Oh, thank you for coming back. We missed you so much. Um, I hope you liked the show. Now we're going to talk about it. Yeah, that was so funny. Because I was trying to watch it. I was like, okay, this bit is going to obviously end somewhere. Because they're pulling off the papers and it's like duck season, rabbit season, duck season, rabbit season. And I was like, this is going to end somewhere. Like either Bugs has put up two rabbit seasons. So then Daffy's going to put up like a duck one or something mm-hmm. like that. And then they're like, Elmer's season. They're like, hmm? <laughs> and then they both have his little outfit. <laughs> and then when Daffy's like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That was so funny. I laughed out loud. It's... And I was in a room with other people. And I was like, <laughs> It's absolutely hysterical because it's one of those jokes where it's like you really like how do they come up with that? Like who was like, okay, what wouldn't it be funny 
at the end of the episode, we found out it was actually Elmer season. That's absolutely hysterical. And I also think it's funny because, like, now looking back at it, you can be like, well, yeah, that's just like, yeah, that's like how comedy works. But, like, this was the 50s. Yeah, for the that's time. That's like, dude. This is, this is why comedy works the way it does because oh, yeah. Looney Tunes did it first. Oh, yeah. Which is so cool. Um, oh, also, fun fact about um, Rabbit Fire. That was the first time that Daffy's personality of being like, ah, was ever, like, on screen. Because before then he was, before then he was essentially like bugs, but wilder, <laughs> but unhinged. No, literally, like he would like hop around his little pond and just go woohoo, woohoo, <laughs> and that was his that was his whole thing. That was his whole shtick. And then it, that was the first time he was ever like, mm, I'm mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really Daffy Duck is probably my favorite. Rightfully, uh, so. he's so funny. He's hysterical. Because he's not a dumb character. Oh no, he's just he put just in is situations so agitated. Oh yeah, and he just and he's put in situations where Bugs is just like, no, I know I'm gonna get to him. It's fine. Yeah, because I think it's funny because Bugs is obviously smarter than Daffy. Yeah, but he's also like energy level added to. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, duck season, duck season, and he's like, no, it's a rabbit season. <laughs> <laughs> Bugs is like, yeah, no, actually, you're right, it is rabbit season. He's like, no, it's duck season. <laughs> and I think it's so funny, like, the dichotomy of those two. Oh, yeah, no, it's great. And speaking of the dichotomy of those two, um, next cartoon I want to talk about is uh, Box Office Bunny. I loved that one. It was so funny. So this was part of the, um, not like the rebrand, but they were trying to, like, get Looney Tunes to be, like, more popular again. I think this came out, like, the 90s. Okay, I thought it did because it felt very new. Yeah. And like the references, mm-hmm. like when they get trapped in the movie, it was like a chainsaw. Yeah. Murder, and I was like, this isn't the forties. No. But it was part of their like trying to like rebrand the characters. Not really rebrand, but like reintroduce them. Yeah. This is another personal favorite of mine because it's my favorite trio, which is Bugs, Daffy, and Elmer. Um, and also something I've realized is. Okay, well, in Rabbit Fire and Nighty Night Bugs, this hasn't happened, but in most Looney Tunes cartoons with Bugs Bunny, the main plot is, like, someone has built something over Bugs' hole, and he asks them very kindly to move, and they do not, and he goes, all right, cool, I'm going to mess up your whole life now. <laughs> so was, I loved it when um, Elmer was like, do you have a ticket? And he was like, do you have a ticket? Also, well, now you've got a ticket for speeding. Oh, you were going to go Elmer was like, oh... <laughs> Wait. <laughs> also, they do this whole bit while the movie is going on, and nobody like says anything be so because they're just stills of people just sitting there watching the movie. Yeah. While this rabbit does a quick change to become a cop. My favorite thing about like older cartoons is people in the background. Oh, it's hysterical. Or just like when you can tell what item is about to move on mm-hmm. screen because it has so much less detail put into it. <laughs> Like, there's, I think it's in, like, Snow White. She's going to grab, the queen's going to grab a book. And they're all, like, beautifully painted. And then one is so much more crudely drawn. Oh, yeah. And she grabs that one. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, how did I know? There's a bit like that in, um, in one of the Scooby-Doo cartoons where it's like, mm, I wonder which locker they're going to pick. Is it the one painted into the background or the one that's significantly, like, lighter? Oh, I love that. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so good. Box Office Bugs was, that's what it's called? Box Office Bugs? Box Office Bugs. Box Office Bunny. 
they 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 start to do the whole um Bugs is gonna outsmart Daffy joke. And when he catches it, I think that's so And he's like, No, I'm just gonna go see a movie. I don't care. I don't need this. It was so funny. It was so good. Also, it took me up until like watching it now to actually understand that joke. Because before I was watching it and I was like, I don't get this. I don't get why this is supposed to be funny. Like it is, but I don't get why it's supposed to be funny. So Okay, essentially, Elmer's like, no, you can't sneak into my theater, you you wabbit. <laughs> and Daffy's like, what are you talking about? I'm not a rabbit. And Bugs, Bugs says these exact words. Well, if he's no rabbit, then where are his ears? And I never got that. I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? Okay, thank God, because I was like, ha, ha, huh? He's like, if he's no rabbit, then where are his ears? So he's like, oh, I'm not a rabbit because I have ears. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, it's just a little bit too clunky for a four oh, minute. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> for yeah. For a four no. minute, that feels like it needs a lot more explanation. No, a hundred. I would have liked it if he said that, and Daffy and Elmer said, "Bugs, what was that?" No, that Do you want to try that line again? <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, well, he doesn't have re- ears, so he must be a rabbit." Yeah, I love, I love <laughs> the fact that Daffy really starts that bit, and then like you can see the exact moment where it clicks. Mm-hmm. And he just turns and he goes, no, uh-uh, it's so not good. falling for it. And it's, it's so, good. so good. One thing that like it makes sense for like these characters, but it, like it doesn't really make sense in terms of like the cartoon, is why immediately after that Daffy then tries to help in yeah. the capture of bugs. Because I'm like, you actually snuck into this movie theater. Yeah. So like, if you get caught, like, you're both going down, Mister. Yeah, exactly. The ending line of that cartoon is one of my favorites. That was funny. It's hysterical. Okay, another moment. Pause. Go watch it. Oh, thanks for coming back. Wow, How'd I you guys really like appreciate it? you guys coming back. So, <laughs> <laughs> it takes a miracle to get into pictures, and now these two jokers want to get out. That's so funny. It was so funny. I'm like, I wow. also just think like most lines that he says like that. Oh yeah, like the Groucho Marx type lines. It's just so funny, and his voice was like, "Yeah, most of these suckers want to get into the pictures, and now these guys want to get out." I'm it's like, so "Yes, good. yes, Bugs Bunny, I agree." Uh, it's absolutely hysterical. Um, I love it. So going back to Birds Anonymous, because this was the thing I wanted to talk about about with Sylvester and Daffy. They both have the same kind of like voice thing where they both like spit on the letter s but if you played like two of their lines like back to back you can tell exactly which one said it oh yeah because their personality shined through that much oh no every single looney tunes character has a very distinct personality so like even like roadrunner and wily coyote compared to sylvester and tweety like it's a similar formula Mm -hmm. like the tom and jerry aspect of it but, um, like, the characters are very queer. Like, if I read a Roadrunner and Miley Coyote script with the names blacked out, I wouldn't think that it was Sylvester and Tweety. Oh, yeah. Like, the writing is very clear for which characters are in which situations. Mm-hmm. I forgot about the Roadrunner until no, you mentioned valid. it in no, the beginning, valid. and that's I was like, ooh. Valid. But Roadrunner, I remember most from childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched Chariots of Fur. Honestly... There's not really much to talk about because it's quite literally just like different setups of like different traps and it's that in every single cartoon that they're in. Yeah. One thing though, Wiley Coyote um, does not speak in the Roadrunner cartoons, but they have paired him up with Bugs, in which case he talks a lot. Oh. 
because his whole bit in the Bugs episodes are is that he's a genius. So he <laughs> will pull up to Bugs' house. My, I, I love this bit so much. He pulls up to like Bugs' rabbit hole with like um, uh, a carry-on door. And he knocks on the door, and Bugs like answers, and he goes, I am Wiley Coyote, genius. I am going to eat you now. Um, I, I now give you time to like write your will, collect your belongings, whatever he says. And every time he's paired up with Bugs, he talks a lot about how much of a genius he is. And it's so funny, because it's the same character. He's doing the exact same stuff that he does in the Roadrunner cartoons, but he's just talking now. That's really funny. It's really good. Wow, I really love them. That makes sense. I think we should talk about Pepe Le Pew now before uh, I go into my whole bit about Carrot Block. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we don't want to end on a sour note. No, not at all. Um, so, our old friend, Pepe Le Pew. Is he a friend? No. My he old enemy, <laughs> yeah, Pepe Le Pew. Yep. Um, so, I wrote down the writer's name. Michael Maltese, because I was like, hmm, I feel like I'm going to want to reference him by name when I'm talking about this episode. Oh God. <laughs> this was before I saw the episode. I just knew that it was a Pepe episode. So one thing nice that I wrote was I liked the background animation. Mm-hmm. It was very fun. Mm-hmm. But that could really be said about any Looney Tunes episode. So I'm not giving credit to Pepe Le Pew. To those of our listeners at home... Uh, Pepe Le Pew can best be described as a skunk known for his sexual assault. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's really bad. It's like ridiculously bad. Yeah, and they play is... it off for laughs, but it's not funny. Yeah. Which is why a lot of the Pepe Le Pew episodes are not on HBO Max. Same with Speedy Gonzalez. Speedy Gonzalez isn't a sex offender. He's just a racist caricature. Yeah. Um, And I saw that there were more but I don't think they were as prominent characters that were, like, removed. Yeah, no, I think... For Kim Possible, we were like, does it hold up? I mean, probably. But, like, the worst offense was Kim... Like, Ron being in a girl's outfit and Rufus going, ha-ha. Yeah. That was the worst offense. Looney Tunes... Some of Looney Tunes holds up, and it's very funny, and it's very good to look at for, like, comedy and, like, the origins of comedy. Mm-hmm. But some of Looney Tunes is so horribly offensive. Oh no, it's really bad. I do think it's good that some of it, like it's not all of it, mm-hmm. so that like it can still be appreciated for what it was. Oh yeah, no, of course. Um, but it is rather important to talk about yeah. the other half of Looney Tunes. Speedy Gonzalez was in the new Space Jam and they changed nothing about his character. Oh my god! In the, in the old cartoons, his entire bit was him just shouting Hispanic things and then running really fast. Mm-hmm. And in the movie, he didn't shout the Hispanic things. That's all they got rid of. I mean, he, he did kind of yell some things. It's fine. It's not fine. <laughs> God, I hope so. 2021? Yeah. Oh. <sighs> Pepe the Pew wasn't in it, was he? No, he wasn't in it, but he was supposed to be. What? <laughs> yeah. Um, they, he was supposed to be in it in... So for those of you who haven't seen the movie, there's like a scene... There's like a moment in the movie where they're just going around to different Warner Brothers movies collecting the Looney Tunes characters. And Pepe Le Pew was supposed to be in Casablanca. Mm. Which 
would not have ended well at all. Yeah. So, Pepe Le Pew, in the episode that I watched, I, honestly, I understand why it was left on HBO Max, because it was not his worst. Because there are some that I remember distinctly. $800 on Instagram. Hey! Thank you, friend of the podcast, Avery, for being our 100th follower. <laughs> <laughs> but in this episode, um, Pepe is getting off of a boat, and there's this girl, Cat. But she looks like a skunk. Her name is Penelope. No, in this one it was a different girl. Are you serious? Yeah. It was like a daughter. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Um, yeah. Oh, that's significantly worse. And she, it was like her sister got out and found a man. And they were like, well, don't must, mustn't you find a man too? She was like, mm-hmm. And then Pepe Le Pew was there and she was like, mm, okay. And then she like... The big conflict with it was not that she wasn't interested in him. It was just that he was so stinky. Mm-hmm. So then um, she, like, tried to put, like, perfume on him to make him smell better. So then in the end, like, he got himself clean and she went to a stinky Limburg cheese. That's yeah, no, it was funny. And then he was like, mm, oh, you're too stinky. Yeah. So it wasn't his worst. Reasons, like, before. Because they played it on TV like a year ago yeah i remember like i remember sitting at home i think it was summer break my mom and i were talking and we were like oh like some of looney tunes is being pulled from like streaming services and my dad was like why like what and we were like pepe Le Pew, and he's like oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah no that no, makes sense really um i remember one where he's flirting with the cat and they're like behind they're separated by a glass wall and he's like flirting with her. That was that one. That was oh, the sentimental reasons. reasons. He's like behind the wall, and she's he's like hey, and she's like no no no, and then he like fakes killing himself so that she'll feel bad. Yeah, he like puts the gun to his head, and he's like, well, I guess this is the end. And like, also there's just like his bit. Like what I remember most from them, like the different Pepe Le Pew cartoons, was him like just holding the woman. <laughs> As she, like, squirms to get out of his grip and him just kissing her repeatedly. They do that in Carablanca. Oh. Which was also, like, made in the 90s. Oh, in the 90s! I think, I think. If it's, like, the 40s or 50s, I don't want to say I excuse it. Mm -hmm. But I'm at least, like, okay. Not okay. I don't think it's okay. But the 90s, that's so much more recent. Oh, my God. Anyway, I they, hate Pepe they do Le Pew. Try to, they do try to play it off, though. Not like like it's okay, but... Uh, oh, 1995. 1995. Yeah. Wow, yowzers. But my thing, like... Okay. If it was the same cartoon, but he was depicted as not the hero, mm-hmm. it would be so much better. But it's like, hey, 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 look at our ladies, man. Pepe Le Pew. Uh, look at this rapscallion getting into trouble again. But all he wants is love. Don't we feel bad for him? Oh, he's going to kill himself because he just wants love so badly. And I'm like, ugh. That's really bad. Yeah. I don't remember what, I don't remember, like, if I'm saying this right. But I think at the end of For Sentimental Reasons, um, something happens where the girl actually does like him at the end. But then he's like, mm, nah, I might. Like, I'm good. 
and quite frankly, she does like the same things that he did, and he's like running away, and he's like, I don't like this. This is really bad. I think the worst part about Pepe Le Pew is he is the most realistic of all the Looney Tunes characters. Because, like, Pepe Le Pew is a pick-me boy. Yeah. Very much. He would Snapchat you and be like, oh, yeah, you probably don't want to talk to me. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. Like, you're not gonna... It's less likely that you're gonna find a real Daffy Duck in the world. But, like, I don't know. A lot of them feel like more caricatures, and he feels too down-to-earth to be doing the horrible things that he's doing. Yeah, that's all the energy I have to talk about Pepe Le Pew today. My thing with Pepe Le Pew is, like, yes, he's disgusting and everything, but also, like, why do we only talk about him when the other characters have also done really bad things like that? Yeah. There's an, there's a Bugs Bunny cartoon where he's, like, first of all, pretending to be a monkey. And he's... I don't know. I guess in the fifties, monkeys would like knock on windows of apartments. all time, all time. I, you know, um, and like collect coins. I guess I don't know. But um, there's an episode where he's doing that, and he like rolls up the the shade of one of the apartments, and this lady's like taking a shower, and he's like, "Oh my god, I'm like, I'm so sorry," and then he leaves, and then he's getting chased by like a gorilla. And then he goes back to that window and, like, purposely lifts it up. And this lady is still in the shower. And he, like, looks at the camera like, mm, yeah, nice. Ah. And I'm like, oh, Bugs, no. That's disgusting. Yeah, I hate to see it. You really do. You really do. hate to see it. And um, I think. They've all done things like that. And it's really That's bad. so unfortunate. Because it's easy with Pepe Le Pew to hate him. Because that's, that's his entire all he does. thing. But and Bugs, it's very I'm outward like, mm. with it. And Bugs Bunny, you're like, yeah, we love Bugs. We love Bugs Bunny. You yeah, know, sure. but then I'll do stuff like that, and it's like, ugh. Yeah. I think, really bad. as a whole, Looney Tunes does not all age as well as it could. No, not at all. But I but think God, some I still specific. Love to watch it. Oh no, yeah. I think there are a l- if you remove some episodes, mm-hmm. it mostly holds up. There's a lot of episodes. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah. like Duck Season, Wabbit Season, was perfect. Oh yeah. Wow, I really love this show. No, I absolutely do too, and it's very nostalgic. And also, it's imp- it's not... It shouldn't all hold up. Mm-hmm. It's been, like, 70 years since it started. Mm-hmm. We should progress as a society. We shouldn't be in the same place that we are in the 1940s. Like, yeah. a lot of things have changed, mm-hmm. and that's good. So, like... It's not always bad. It's not always a bad thing if things don't age as well as they yeah. should, as they could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my hot take. So, it's time to talk about my favorite Looney Tunes cartoon to ever exist. That being Carrot Blanca. I am obsessed with this cartoon. Have you so, seen Casablanca? No, which is, I think it's <laughs> significantly funnier. <laughs> Yes, it is. Because, like, I, I will see these things, and, like, I clearly know that that's a reference to, like, Casablanca, but I'm like, I haven't seen this movie, so, like, I really don't know how this is actually supposed to play out. We're watching it in two weeks in American film. Oh, lovely. So I will sit there the entire time and go, Bugs Bunny said that. Yeah, you'll be leaning over and be like, oh, it's just like in the Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's essentially all this cartoon is. It's literally just Casablanca with the Looney Tunes characters, but it's so funny. 
Oh, no, I love when they do stuff like that. Like, that's my favorite Family Guy bit when they just do another movie. Oh, it's great. I think it's sometimes better. <laughs> oh, no, absolutely. Because, and I think one of the reasons why I love it so much is that, like, they stay true to the characters. Like, it's not just Bugs Bunny doing an impression of the guy from Casablanca. Like, it's Bugs Bunny being Bugs Bunny. Mm-hmm. He's just in a white suit. Yeah. And they just call it a day from there. This does feature a Pepe Le Pew. He's just holding on to her and while she's squirming to get away. But I guess they tried to be woke about it. So they have her, like, beat him up and throw him against the wall. And that's really all they do with that. And I'm like, okay, but he's still, you know. Yeah. (laughs) It's still gross. This cartoon features my second favorite Looney Tunes bit that they've ever done that being um i don't know what the context is with the actual movie because i haven't seen it but apparently there's some like important document Mm -hmm. that needs to be kept away from the bad guy Mm -hmm. and the bad guy is yosemite sam because they couldn't make it elmer fudd because that would just be weird um and he's like i want that paper and i want it now and bugs is holding a newspaper he's like you want this paper this paper come (laughs) on boy get the paper get the paper (laughs) it's so funny if you take away anything from this episode, it's not to watch Rapid Fire. It's not to watch Box Office Bunny. Please watch Carrot Blanca. It is absolutely hysterical. It's an ensemble episode. Ooh. Like. I love ensemble. I think everybody's in it. Porky doesn't have a up. singular line. He's looking up at his big canvas that's every single. It's like all the Looney Tunes. And it's all. It's act- I'm realizing now that it's in Carrot Blanca. It's great. Yeah, they're all there. Yeah. I didn't see Porky Pig. Porky the Pig. Porky Pig. I don't, I don't know. What's his name? Porky Pig. Porky Pig. No, the... I think you said it correct, almost exactly correctly every single time. I said Porky Pig, Porky the Pig, Porky Pig. <laughs> what's his name? <laughs> Porky? <laughs> Bugs? <laughs> um, I didn't see any of him, but I like him. In the episode we watched or in Carablanca? I didn't... You didn't watch Carablanca. I didn't watch Carablanca. I'm sorry, Samir. I was on a time crunch. That makes a lot of sense. Um, Porky's... I like him. He's Porky's fine. He doesn't add much. That makes sense. I think he's a good character. Um, I just don't think he's like the best. Yeah. Yeah. He's not vital to it, other than the fact that he's the one who most of the time says that's all, folks. He's the one that has the stutter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know it's Tweety Birds on your wall as well. Hmm. Kind of interesting. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um. Mm. But it's one of like Cara Blanca. Quite frankly, is my comfort mm-hmm. cartoon. Um, like if I'm feeling sad or stressed about literally anything, I will put Cara Blanca on and I will be in such a better mood mm-hmm. afterwards for watching it because it's, it's, it packs an entire movie into seven minutes. Yeah. Starring the Looney Tunes. You'd love to see it's it. It's so good. And like, they know exactly what parts of the movie to like keep out and exactly what parts of the movie to like satirize make fun of do references to um a fun fact about Carablanca. <laughs> so it definitely was just a, like an impression of the guy from the movie but like when bug says what's up doc in that episode he goes um he says it like this watch up doc which is clearly like an impression but i was watching it with jacob ruiz one time and he said it like that and he goes what happened to Bugs' voice? Why does he talk like that? And I was like, I think it's just a bit. And he was like, oh, 
Oh, no, that makes a lot of sense. No, that tracks. My bad. Yeah, quick Humphrey Bogart moment. moment. It's so good. It's so funny. Some of these characters don't even have lines, and they're just, like, in the background. But still, I'm like, that's phenomenal. Porky is quite literally in this cartoon for a second and a half. And all he does is he just walks into the building. And that's it. And it's really funny. He made the canvas. Yeah. Daffy's really funny in this episode. He's like he's like Bugs' like friend. Which like is another thing. I love when they put Bugs and Daffy as like actual friends. Yeah. It's so funny. Because like they don't change a single thing about their personalities. It's just that they're friends now. Oh, you love to see it. It's great. Um Daffy's really funny in this. Um Bugs is always great. Penelope, who most of the time is the one pitted against um, Pepe Le Pew is in this. And this was her first speaking role. Oh, good for her. Yeah. Um, did she kill it? She, she did. did. Oh. She did kill it. She's really, I really like her in this episode. Good for her. Is that all I have to say about Looney Tunes? Go watch Looney Tunes. Go watch Looney Tunes. Some of it really doesn't hold up well in any way, shape, or form. But some of it's really funny. Some of it's really funny, and also it's important to acknowledge and recognize the parts that don't hold up. Absolutely. Yeah. Ow. Yeah, I can't believe that you ate this carrot. It took you one hour to eat a carrot. I was talking about a religion. <laughs> Maybe. Happens. Maybe. So yeah, I feel like that's that's all I have to say with the Looney Tunes. I loved it. It just felt like a very it reminded me of childhood. Mm -hmm. It reminded um, me of yesterday because I watched sense. it all daily. That makes sense. Like, as you should. Yeah. Well, that's really all to say about Looney Tunes. Um, that's all, folks. Space Jam is really bad. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, go watch Drew Gooden's video on Space Jam. Please watch Drew Gooden's He's video. not associated with this podcast. I just think it's a funny video. But he could be. He should be. Drew, please. Love that man. He's so funny. Yeah. Anyway, Space Jam is really bad. Bye, guys. That's all, folks.